Hey, what's up? My name is Travis. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm joined with Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris, how are you doing? Doing good, man. I'm so excited about today. It's going to be good. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun. So listen, if you're just tuning in, we've been in a series called There's More, and one of the things we decided we want to do is to produce bonus content um, to go along with that series, uh, that Sunday, each and every week, because the series is built off the fact that, man, when we start following Jesus, we start to read our Bible, we start to let God transform our life, we realize, like, man, what I thought was um, this mountain peak, when I get to it, I just look out and see nothing but other mountains, right? There's so much more to following Jesus. So, hey, we're going to bring another installment, and we had a really cool weekend this past weekend, PC, mm-hmm. um, man, vision night on Friday night. And awesome. so if you're hearing this and you're like, what are they talking about? So on Friday night, we held an event where we just said, Hey, we want to tell everyone, um, what God is planning to do next. Because on Sunday, this past Sunday, we celebrated 10 years 10 as a years. church. Come it's on crazy. somebody. And the bonus podcast you and I are doing, yep wasn't even one of Pastor Brandon's messages. So this past Sunday, we had Pastor Daniel Floyd, Life Point Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia, in the house. He's a part of our greater family. He's an overseer for our church. But um, man, just an influential um, pastor, not just because of um, the size of his church or his following, but man, just a guy who loves the Lord, um, really well-spoken, and he had a word for us this past Sunday. So we're talking about all things forward today but man did you have did you have a glaring takeaway like maybe just the thesis statement what did you experience on sunday about the idea of forward well the whole thing about being having the forward faith he talked about forward faith having a forward focus um and one of the big things he talked about was uh how people get stuck in nostalgia get stuck in the past and some of my story my personal story is like a lot of the things that kept me from growing in years past was that I would just get stuck in this wheel, right? And it's like from decisions or, or decisions I didn't make, like things like that. And and as he talked about it, like it hit me. It wasn't just those decisions. It was like the nostalgia of uh, getting getting stuck of the, the good things, not even just the bad things. And it was just like one of those aha moments when he hit how he and he talked about churches how churches can get stuck in the glory days and yeah i started thinking about like okay my life like what is what are my glory days well my glory days are like when i was a kid you know ninja turtles were out you know i <laughs> yeah. love ninja turtles right like For sure and those are some of my glory days and i think about high school marching band like that yeah. was some pivotal moments in, in my musical career that i grew and so I, I can tell you even through my 20s i can find myself getting stuck in moments in those nostalgic or even like the bad moments, like, and you just get stuck and you, I think they call it ruminating where you just ruminate and you think yeah. about it and you waste time and you, you, you don't move the front lines forward, as you say, and you, you just, you get stuck behind where, you know, you don't need to be. And so, um, that whole thing where he talked about Paul, like we, we press towards the mark, like he's the, he, Paul, you know, the whole story of Paul or before he had his transformation, he was murdering Christians. Sure, he was making decisions that were definitely not Jesus-like. Like, sure, he was doing some incredibly heinous things. But after he had his transformation and he began to follow Jesus, like he—he's the perfect example of somebody who could have gotten stuck in his decisions, who could have gotten yeah, stuck absolutely. in the nostalgia. But yet he said, "You know, I pressed towards the mark," and that was just so eye-opening to me. Something that I've heard a million times. 
But the way just the way Pastor Daniel delivered it in that moment was like a light bulb went off of yeah. holy smokes, yes, I've gotten stuck in these negative moments, but even the successes, like we need to press forward because God has so much there's more yeah. to what God is calling us to. And so that was yeah. probably one of my biggest takeaways yeah. from his message. Who uh who's your favorite ninja turtle? Oh man. That's like trying to pick a pick uh, your favorite <laughs> child. You just can't. Like it's just all of them, man, you know. And so that's a running joke here at Radiate. He's like, man, I do. I, I love Ninja Turtles. So if you know me, I love to collect them, love to watch them, love to talk about them. So I think Michelangelo is my favorite, man. He's, he's a party fun, dude, man. Party dude. He is, man. That's yeah, I think he's the life of the party. That's right. And and man, that and it's funny. Like I mean, how do you segue from Michelangelo back into this? But I mean, <laughs> but yeah, the, <laughs> the, the yeah, exactly. So the 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 thesis of the entire Sunday is, man, everybody uh, probably at one point in time in their life. And, and this is not a Jesus thing. I mean, this if people even who don't follow Jesus um, have experienced a point in their life where they're like, hey, I'm not in forward. I'm not in reverse. Yeah. I feel like I'm in neutral. And that was kind of the opener, right? Yes. So Pastor Daniel said that there was a, a news article that proposed that most people uh, in the world, or definitely in the United States where we live, um, are in a neutral state called languishing. And what's funny is mm-hmm. I actually heard this exact same thought on a soul care podcast that I had listened to and it was the first time I'd ever heard it so it's kind of foreign and I I didn't put a lot of thought into it but that makes a lot of sense I mean think about it you wake up every day and you're like well um this isn't the greatest day this isn't the golden days that I used to remember like you talked about right Mm -hmm. those that using those rose colored glasses and going man it was so much better back when right but then we're like you know, it's it's it doesn't remind me of the golden days, but it's not the worst that it could be either. Sure. We're just stuck in neutral, and he just had a just a great message geared towards um, what we can do to instigate our faith, and not just instigate our faith and draw closer to Jesus and and really be able to lean in. Um, but I think it kind of almost gave us a little bit of perspective too, and kind of a theme we've talked about in a lot of these bonus podcasts of. Man, I need to be very self-aware right, right. now of kind of what's going on around me and maybe what position in life I'm in and how I how I'm seeing my life right now. And so, man, let's just dive in a little bit. You kind of dived into Pat, the first point, which yeah. is um, forward focus. Yep. Don't dwell. And he talked about don't dwell on the bad, but don't dwell on the good yep. either. What have you experienced in ministry? And you alluded to a couple of things that might give a get an example to somebody listening right now. Maybe something good not to dwell on because I think that's the thing that caught most people by surprise. Right? Is don't dwell even on the the previous victories yeah. and the previous um, things that you want to brag about. Speaking of that. Well, I, I loved how he said uh, about the statues and how they would put up like monuments, mm. um, not to worship, not to anything else, but to if you are going to look back into the past, if you are going to dig something up, dig up the monument that reminds you of God's faithfulness That's good. and what he's brought you from. And I have I have plenty of those, right? And I think really going back to Visionite, I think Visionite for me was a monument moment where I put up a monument of like, this is that moment where, uh, you know, we released the first original song and this song that I have, I sat on for 10 years. I yeah, got, come on. again, I got stuck and I never released it. I never finished it. And Friday, we, you know, you guys challenged me to, you know, let's, let's, let's do a song. Let's do it. And we did it. And the church just, it, the church connected to it. It, it ministered. I, I received so many text messages and it's not to pin a rose on me, but it's to show that if we allow God to move in our life and to have those monument moments yeah. of his glory being seen, 
then like he can do amazing things if we if we let him to. Yeah. And so the, I think Friday night for me was one of those monument moments where I'm going in ten years I'm going to look back and be like that was a moment where God gave me my first real song and you know ten years later I believe I'm gonna have I'm declare I'm gonna have albums of albums talking about his faithfulness talking about what yeah. he's done in our church maybe personally like it's just I think that's a good example and then there's other moments of where. Like, honestly, coming to Radiate Church uh, four years ago when I accepted the position, uh, accepted the call, it was a hard decision. Sure. I had to leave, you know, I had to leave my previous church behind that had family, and it was hard. Like, I actually, you know, I had those thoughts of that I make the right decision. And of course. Four years back, I looked back to that, and I saw, I can see his faithfulness in those moments that he was working, and, um, you know, I'm better than I ever have been before. You know, we're better that my my family's church that I came from is better, you know. So it's, just, it's a, you can look back at these things and see those monuments of his faithfulness. Yeah. Of him calling us forward and calling me forward and um yeah. Dude, you're you're 100% right and you said something that's really important about a forward focus and and how we, you know, think about the past that that we should look on those things that we celebrate yeah. as um God showing his faithfulness. Mhm. You know, the Bible says in, in Hebrews that, that faith is the anchor of our soul. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. Those aren't those aren't the moments that are um that we should live in. Those are just the moments that, man, we're having the bad day when something's going wrong. Yeah. We need to take a step of faith. We can look back to and go, no, Pull no, no, no. Yep. No, like I'm I'm anchored to the fact God is faithful yep. and I can focus on what's next you know i like that i was thinking dude i don't know i would have never had remembered this for the whole rest of my life but i was thinking with that thought that um i had (laughs) i seen this one time this may not even be true (laughs) if anybody on here is listening who might be a dancer or ballerina you can confirm this but you've ever seen how like dancers spin really fast like or ice skaters Mm -hmm. or something you know they do like these like body twirls really fast yeah well i i read somewhere that there's something that they focus on every time they spin around Right. Wow. And so it's like no matter what's going on, there's always that focal anchor, you know, that you can quickly latch onto and then make a move. And that's what this is. That's what you're talking about. Faithfulness. Yeah. There's so many times in our Bible and our Old Testament, right before God does something, he always says, You remember when? Mm. Remember when you're in the desert? Remember when you had nothing? Remember all those things? Sometimes that's a setup for what God's gonna do next. Mm-hmm. And I think that forward focus is like like you said, that's to remind us how faithful God is and how we can we can trust him with um, what's next. And, and the second thing we kind of moved into was more about a forward pursuit. Pastor mm-hmm. Daniel said that it's more about posture than progress. Being a worship pastor, worship's a posture, right? Yeah. What, what do you know about um, having a, a, per, a pursuit for the Lord um, with the way that we daily worship him, with the way we trust him with things? What does it look like to have the the posture of somebody who's going after the Lord versus maybe the evidence like the progress I could show you that this this or that happened. Yeah, I think just in daily life, as you're commuting to work or as you're you know walking in the grocery store, it's you know how is your your, your attitude, the way you talk to people, the way you treat people, um, the way you handle your money, like that's a posture of worship in itself, um, and so just. You know, you think of the practical ways of when you're at home and your your private time worshiping God, putting some music on, reading your Bible, and like all those matters. Like all those are postures. 
even to the point where you're here on Sunday mornings and you yeah. your posture of hands raised or posture of your bowing down on your knees, you know, you'll see pastor and uh, some of us do it. Like it's the moment we just kneel down. Like that's a very biblical based posture. Sure. You really don't see a lot of that anymore, which, you know, I love how our church models that we, you still see that in our church, but yeah. um, you get all these different postures. And I think it, it really all boils down to the posture of the heart. Like it's, mm. um, because everybody has like not everybody has a, a set style of worship because if we did we'd all be robots like yeah you know but everybody has their own expression and sometimes it's it's how you treat people it's how you between do I people bow do they raise their hands or um it's money uh it's it, it it's all kinds of postures and so I think for me you know of course being a worship pastor I lean heavily in the music posture but I've learned like just the commute to work when somebody cuts you off, like, okay, how am I going to worship God sure. in this interaction? Am I going to act on my flesh and get mad or yeah. say something, do something I'm going to regret, or I'm going to show grace and worship God and how I, you know, how I interact with this person yeah. in this moment of 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 that. And so it's like, there's all kind of all kind of postures, and it's having again going having that focus of what's most important um, is this moment of me giving in and doing something that may feel good or is it sacrificing my flesh and worshiping God, you know, giving him that sacrifice of praise, you know, is that, <clears throat> is that more important? And absolutely it is like it, it's, it's everything he desires. And, um, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, and, and, and I really like in that, in that point too, and the phrase that keeps sticking out to me when it comes to thinking about forward pursuit, and the idea of, of, of living in a, a postured yes. way that you're doing this. Yes. Pastor Daniel kept using the phrase like lean in. Mm-hmm. You got to have a lean in. Right. And, you know, and, and for somebody like maybe driving right now trying to picture what I'm saying, it's, it, it, you know, imagine, you know, you're um, you're like a teacher in the front of a class and you know, you're teaching or whatever. And, and you can just tell the student is like interesting. Right. You know what I mean? Or if you're, you know, if you're telling somebody, <laughs> Right, nobody's excited about your pictures the way you are, right? So when you're showing somebody, hey, here's my family vacation, if they actually care about it to look at more than 10 pictures, that's a lean-in. It is. And I've been thinking about that. I I actually know where I was in my neighborhood driving home yesterday, and I was thinking to myself, too, about like, man, I wish I had more progress in certain areas of my life just to go... God, I made it. I arrived. Yeah. I used to not be bad at that, and and or I used yeah. to be bad at that. And now I'm not anymore, or whatever. And and I really just started thinking, like, thinking about this point of, you know, maybe one of the greatest things we can give um, God is just a yes, minute by minute. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I I know I'm not the best. I know that you're transforming my life literally over a lifetime. Um, but I'm gonna lean in. If you want to do something in this church, I'm going to be paying attention to it, and I'm going to be a part of it. You know, if you're speaking something to to my family, I'm going to pay attention. Like yeah. sometimes, sometimes, like Ashley will tell me things, and I know what she's telling me is for our family. It's not just a thought she had. And I think you got to be a little observant, and you got to lean in. And like when yeah. when you know the Lord's doing something, you got to go. Wait a second, something's at work right now. Right. I want to be a part of whatever this is. And think about here's a good example too. Think about sometimes whenever. Um, you're like God. Use me today. Mm-hmm. Do something. Use me today. And you lean in a little bit. And next thing you know, perhaps you're gonna 
you're going to be somewhere where you can mm-hmm. bless someone, yep. where you can have a conversation with somebody who's visibly struggling. Yep. Um, you know, you, you you get that text message from somebody, hey, you got time to talk. Like, I mean, those are the moments I think where, you know, if, if you're willing to lean in a little bit, um, I know that that's a platform to be able to uh, minister someone and, and bring God glory. And so I love that idea of a forward pursuit, that posture of, Hey, I'm all I'm I'm leaned in right now. I'm yeah. paying attention. I'm aware, um, and I'm on standby. Yeah, and I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I love the whole. You know, he was talking about the lean in, and he, Pastor Daniel, used the uh, the analogy of as a parent when your child is leaned out and it's kind of <laughs> like, uh, you know, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah. Like, and you could hear all the parents go, "Amen!" Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's aggravating, right? And so I. I as I think about that, I, I don't know, this men, men, mental image image came into my mind about, um, I don't know if you remember, like in the old times, you know, people would, um, like in these movies, they would listen um, if, okay, let me back up. So like the railroad tracks, right? Like yeah. people back in the day would, would walk these railroad tracks um, and they wouldn't have like the, the railroad crossing. And so in order to know when a train is coming, they would get down on their knees and put their ear to the railroad yeah. track yeah, yeah. and listen for the vibration because you can't really hear it far off. But if you put your ear to it and feel it and lean in, you can start to to feel the vibration and hear. That's a good, that's a good analogy. And so as I thought about that, I thought about like how many times have we missed the subtleties that maybe God is speaking to us. Come on. Um, because we didn't get into that posture, going back to that, to lean in and to feel, to listen to the subtleties of what he's speaking, what he's doing. I think about, you know, when you're talking to somebody, and I used to be pretty bad about this. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better. I got a long ways to go. But like, and they're always in their phone. Like you just, you you know, you check in, and you can get caught up in the scroll, right? TikTok, sure. Instagram, Facebook. But you're, so you're talking to this person and you're sharing your heart, but they're mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and all they're doing is just like kind of looking at yeah. the phone it's disheartening it's discouraging right it's really it's dishonoring and you know how many times have god i can tell you there's times i could feel like god has been speaking to me and i i probably have missed it i know i've missed it because my i've kept my eyes on the personal things going on or the troubles thing the troubles of life and what if i would just get my eyes up you know get look up and listen and so I think that having that lean in again, like you said, leaning into what he's saying, and because sometimes it comes as a whisper. Sure. You know? I heard this one thing says that the enemy yells because he's far off, but the Lord whispers because he's close. Wow, man! Good, and so, good like, stuff. if we're constantly like just caught up in our own stuff and caught up with what's happening in the world in a negative sense, then sure. we're missing the subtleties of what he may be calling us, the opportunities that he's calling us to. And, um, yeah, yeah, so. absolutely, man. That, that's, that's really good. And that's a great analogy too. the enemy yells cause he's far off. The Lord whispers cause he's yeah. near. I like that. And, and, and the handles to put on this thing was, and, and, and Pastor Daniel kind of touched on this yep. in, in each experience is, um, it, is we can often get overwhelmed by all these things that we want to do, but yep. a forward pursuit sometimes, man, it's just taking one step at a time. That's it. And, you know, and I think for somebody listening to this, who's like, Yes, I want to increase my relationship with Jesus. Man, you can do that by um, reading one devotion at a time and think about that thing all day. You could um, do one generous act at a time. You could invite one person at a time. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? There, there is a 
it's it's more about the lean in, the posture of, hey, I'm going to take steps versus, I mean, I can't get it all done at one point in time. And I thought that was was excellent for forward pursuit. Uh, The third point was forward faith, right? We're we're gonna have forward faith. We're going to believe for things that have not yet happened. And man, I feel like that's such a cornerstone of what it means to be a follower of Jesus is that, you know, um, really no matter what we experience in our life, that we we can have peace about the future, even though the, our future may be volatile or um, the picture isn't clear um, or or the rainy day is coming. You know, we we can have peace because we follow Jesus about what's going to happen in the future and have a have a forward uh, faith. That's right. Um, I think it's important too. Just to take a minute, really quick, on the podcast, let's talk about a couple things um, we're believing for here and we're yeah. looking forward to. Come on. And then maybe we can kind of help listeners think through what it might mean to have a forward faith in their life. Why don't you share from your perspective just a couple things um, that we're corporately as a church that we're believing for just to kind of catch everybody up? Yeah, uh, we're believing for 500 salvations. That's yeah. one of the one of the biggest things we want in the next five years. We want to see yeah. people come to know him in large quantities. We want to see 500 baptis- baptisms. We want to see God move in ways to where we he- we hear the stories of miracles. We know it's happening, but we want to hear more about it. We want to see it, um, mm-hmm. you know, and to share that and to circulate. We want to see people who are far from God come to know Him. That's right. People who have family members who, you know, maybe for years you've prayed for them, and in a moment they 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 call you and like, hey, I want to come to church with you. Like we're yeah. believing for those phone calls. That's going to happen. People that just pop up and and we're already seeing that. But we're praying that God would trust us with more because yeah. there is more. Um, I know me, I'm praying for um, <clears throat> more songs, more songs to be birthed in our church, for our church, and to see people come to know him um, through songs that are birthed here. Yeah. And so uh, I'm excited about that. And that, again, that's happening as well. And so for me, I, that's a few things yeah. that I, I know of. Yeah, absolutely. And we had a we had a pretty cool moment on Sunday. We we locked eyes from across the auditorium whenever Pastor, <laughs> Pastor Daniel said that, you know, faith being the evidence of things hoped for, not yet seen. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, I'm paraphrasing right now, that if you had to go in front of a jury and the evidence Dude, they were so going good. to use to convict you of that being a good. believer of Jesus is faith, would you be convicted? Dude. As a jaw drop, man, I'm like, dude, I work here. I love the Lord, and I'm worried about that one, you know? So I, I can imagine somebody who's listening right now is like, I do feel challenged by that. If faith is evidence of things hoped for that are not yet seen, am I convicted of it? And so I think personally having a forward faith, man, is just being quiet enough to hear what God wants next, man, and have our hearts dude. beat in rhythm with His and just go, God, what's next for my family? I'm personally asking this for my family. Yeah. And it's not because we're doing it at church, but it's because I want to know, God, where are you taking my Come family? On. Come you on. You know? I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. They don't, I, we don't know. So, I mean, tell me what you want for my family because yep. I want to know what you want for my daughter, for my wife. What, what, what would you have for our family to do Come outside on. of our corporate ministry that you and I are a part of? And and I feel challenged by that. Like, is is have I? And I and I think sometimes we 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 equate faith with risk, right? I need yeah. to take risk to prove that I have faith in right. God. But I don't think it's that. I don't think it's taking a risk. Sometimes I think it's believing for something that 
man, yeah. in the in the natural just can't happen. Right. You know, and so you like you ready to say something, man. Yeah, Lay it I, on them, dude. No, I, I was just literally I was thinking about that where he was talking about do you have enough evidence in your life, like almost like in a court of law for you to be convicted. Yeah. And I was thinking about like if I was tried by a jury of my family, would mm-hmm. my family see? Would they see the faith? Would I? Could, That's tough, man. And I started thinking about that, and my wheels got turning. And in some ways, I think yes. But then there's other days where it's like, let's be honest, we all have those days where it's just like, Bleh. and are those days? Can I be convicted in a good way? Yeah. That they would say, you know, like my daughters. You know, my dad is faithful through the through the tough times, uh, and I, I want my family to be able to say that. I want my extended family to be able, my yeah. church family, the teams that I pastor, at the good and the bad. Can I be convicted as somebody who is faithful and not faithless? Yeah. And yeah, that that line and hit me hard. But then, as you just then, you were elaborate about the family, about leading the family. Hundred percent, hundred percent is my faith. Like, what am I believing for? You know, am yeah. I just believing? to get by or am I believing for us to be triumphant through anything that comes our way, you know, in health, uh, sickness or in health or, yeah. and it's hundred percent, man, like, um, to be faithful, to be, um, to not just take risk, but to believe for the things that maybe God, that, that, not that maybe, but I know God wants to bless us with, but he's waiting on us to take that step to be, um, to be focused and to just take that step at a time yeah. and come to him. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. I know we've talked privately uh, <laughs> off air about this, and I think I don't know why. I, it's my newest thing, so I've been thinking mm-hmm. about it. So I just finished this Kanye West documentary, Genius, right? <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you know, love the guy and his music, hate the guy and his music. You know, wherever I don't doesn't matter where you're on the spectrum, right? And we talked about this. The thesis statement from this documentary is for me this is, i'm just speaking personally Come here, on. is this guy mm-hmm. decades ago saw himself in a different light he saw the man that he is today yep he saw himself being you know multi grammy award winner mm-hmm. um uh, somebody who influences fashion somebody who influences um uh just community change yeah. all, all these different things right he saw it when he had none of it mm mm-hmm. mhm and I've just been thinking so much about that. And that's, and, and, and I mean, to kind of swing the pendulum back towards ministry and, and the conversation we're having, doesn't that kind of sound similar to where it's like, Hey, yeah. you know what? I, if I'm believing that, um, that, that I'm going to be able to be the best employee somewhere, shouldn't I act like it every day? Yeah. Like, you know, like if I'm a believer in my workplace, why can't I act like it? Even, yeah. even if I don't have that, that influence yet yeah i can still put in the investment right now you know and 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 maybe maybe for somebody who um maybe infertility is something them and their family are struggling with maybe it's i mean i'm not saying you know take a dramatic risk and start building a nursery but maybe start going hey i am going to start reading parenting books ahead of time you know what i mean i'm going to believe that god's going to do the thing and i know god he won't change our circumstances if he knows our circumstance can change us so i know that he doesn't answer every prayer the way that we want him to. But man, we can still have faith that he's going to take us somewhere further tomorrow than we are today. Yeah. You know, and I think it's seeing that along with him. But um, yeah, that's how I worked in the Kanye documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I came in office before staff meeting. I told you, I was like, y- y'all got to watch this. Like, of yeah. course, it's it's not 
you know it's, yeah it's not ministry it's, yeah, yeah it's not yeah. but like the whole it's going back to having that forward focus sure dude kanye like in the very beginning like you said he knew but like nobody took him serious like yeah. nobody nobody had any type of honor for him only for maybe like his mom yeah and the guy that literally devoted his the first 10 years of his life filming. to filming him uh cootie yeah <laughs> and so the thing like i think about that and I, I since i've watched it i haven't stopped thinking about this is do i have the the forward focus of kanye in during the time of his life where nobody took him serious if nobody respected him he still if you haven't seen this basically what it was he was he would bounce around from studio to studio just kind of uh, coasting on the, the, the shirt the coattails of different yeah. rappers to get f- like three to five minutes with them. And this guy literally built an album over the course of a year or so, I believe mm-hmm. just a few minutes. It's like he, he could have, ge- he could have gave up. I know he, he funded majority of it. Sure. He was signed to a record label that did not fund anything. <laughs> know, yeah. You know, it, it, so like, it just, it reminded me of, doesn't matter what my life is like, even if I'm struggling, do I have the the forward focus, that mm-hmm. faith to press forward and to trust God? You know, I don't know if Kanye was trusting God in that moment, but for <laughs> my life, yeah. you know, sure. I trust God to, to, he says, you know, he makes the paths of a righteous man straight. Like he, yeah. he makes that, sh- you know, am I having the faith to know that no matter what comes my way, he's going to take care of things. He's going to see it through. He's going to turn everything out that the enemy meant for evil yeah. for good. That's right. And for me to have that focus to take the next steps to move forward and um, trust him to make it happen. Yeah. He talked about um, what prosperity is, right? He, uh, Pastor Daniel said, like, prosperity is, is going as far as you can go and yep. God coming up behind us and then pushing us over the edge. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. Pastor Pastor Brandon says this all the time. We do what we can do so God can do what only he can do. That's right. And so, uh, you know, that's my prayer for my family, for my team, yeah. that we would every week prepare and, and do what we can do and then open up for God's breath to breathe through it to give life yeah. it, to those things. And you're right. You know, we, we can... We can think about these things individually too, but the, I mean, the end of the message was corporate, right? It was, hey, yes, forward together. Great, yet again, great story, great word picture. He said, for all my parents in the room, how many times have you ever went through your kid's room, the living room, and stepped on a Lego block, <laughs> right? And he said, you always step on one Lego block. Yeah. You don't ever step on nope. the fully complete structure. Nope. Right. And because you don't miss a fully complete structure. Yep. And so, and all this, y'all, is coming from Philippians 3, where the entire message came from. But it's this idea of, hey, we're going to move forward together. 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 Unity. Together. Man, like the 100% fact, zoological, um, lone wolves aren't real. Nope. They don't exist in the wild. They die really sure. early and they die alone. You know, the Bible uh, in Ecclesiastes says that a cord of multiple strands is hard to break. You know, it's, it's, right. it says if somebody's there, you know, if, if they're more than one person, if somebody falls, there's somebody there to help them. I mean, there's power in numbers, you know, and, and, and I love that point to forward together. Right. And, and I know maybe people are listening right now and they're they're maybe in their car by themselves or they're, you know, uh, AirPods on at work um, or whatnot. And, and they're working right now, but they're a part of a together our yep. church, their family, their work family, their right. social life. What did you hear about Forward Together that maybe gave you a thought to think on for the rest of the week? 
Yeah. Um, being a part of something, wherever you are, like being in church, it matters. Like yes. anybody, especially post COVID, well, you know, post the whole the way it changed the game sure, for churches. Yeah, yeah. Like anybody can say, I, I go to church. You know, I, I go to blank church online. I watched it on the YouTube or the yeah. Roku app. And like, yeah, that's great. But there's something that happens when you are in community and you're you're seeing face to face and you're able to put your arm around that person and or them put their arm around you and to help you like there's something powerful about that and we were wired for community we were wired for that kind of relationship and so like yeah digital's great it's yeah. great to supplement during the week right like texting yeah. somebody like texting somebody is great but like there's nothing can replace face to face conversations right. and so um just having that forward together with specifically our church like just coming together during the week to our life groups or mm-hmm. coming on uh, for us as worship production on those Thursday, there's Tuesdays where we set up or Thursdays where we rehearse and then Sundays as we get ready to lead our three experiences. There's nothing like it. Like you leave those times of togetherness feeling like or knowing you've changed the world in some way yeah. versus doing something online, which, you know, it does have its impact, but there's nothing you cannot compare the two. It's apples and oranges and, um, I just love how he, he described it and, and how it, it charged us as a church. Like, let's go yeah. after it together. Like, let's not hold back. Let's go, you know, let's, cause we just released a lot of vision Friday. Um, it's on the wall. Um, it's online. There's a lot of different things we want to accomplish that we feel like God is calling us to accomplish. And we can't do that by ourselves. Pastor right. can't do it by himself. You know, I can't, you can't, but all of us together yeah. work arms locked you know, walking in, in, in tandem together, an army, man, like we can do it through. Yeah. And if it's, we can't do it without him, well, ultimately God, that like we can go a certain distance. I think he even said that, like you can definitely do in church, you can do a lot up to a certain distance. Sure. But if God is not in it, like you're limited. But when God breathes through it and when Dude. he steps in, it, it, it'll blow yeah. our minds. Man, the best teams on the planet, sports-wise or, or yes. organizations or whatever, um, the best ones on the planet, I was thinking about this the other day, they all have a single thing in common, is they can defy mathematics. And what I mean by that is the sum is always greater than the parts. Hmm. Think of a championship-winning team. You know, think of the teams that were like the ragtag group that somehow or another were the Cinderella story. Yeah. Or, you know, these organizations that were startups that just had a couple smart, you know, mm-hmm. Stanford grads or whatever. It's like the sum, the thing that they, they were able to do was greater than all their little parts contributed combined. You know, and I think that the, the church is the greatest example of that. You, you know, that I, I feel like, I mean, how many times do you feel like during a day, you know, and we work here and yeah. what we feel like during the day, like, man, you know, I just, I, I just kind of worked on the business side today. Yeah. And then you run into somebody and they tell you a story about, Hey, I brought my friend. They love it. They hadn't been in church in forever. They're coming back with me this Sunday yeah. or makes it all worth or it. Or you see, yeah. It, and you're like, Oh man, you're like, we are doing this thing together, you know? And yeah. sometimes it's hard to see the forest for the trees, but, it is. but if you got to get plugged in for anybody listening to this right now, that you, you haven't taken a step to get in a life group join a team man just take a step of faith um just connect with somebody at church man that's probably the easiest micro step in the yep. world just find one other person you don't know at church and say hey my name is travis what's your you know yeah take a step to get plugged into the life of the church because 
uh, man, it's what we do together. One of our mission methods is gather together. Right. Like we what we we gather to go. We've heard Pastor Brandon say that, right? Mm-hmm. We gather so we can scatter. You know, we want to come together so we can um, centralize under a single vision, a single mission. And yep. man, then we're on all fronts after that. Yep. You know, and nobody can serve your neighborhood like the person listening to this you know and it can be scary i get it like yeah especially with a church of our size you come in and the lobby is just working alive with different people and the the lawn is working alive with people hanging out and you i've seen people my own eyes come in and they look up and they look around and, and you could tell they're overwhelmed <laughs> but yeah. you said it before when people come they're they're not coming for no reason they're coming yeah to look for something and maybe you're yeah. listening to this and you're like that's me. Like I, I'm com- I want to come. I am coming. I have been coming, and I am overwhelmed because I don't know anybody. Um, if you can just take that step, that yeah. again, that forward focus, that um, just t- taking that step to meet somebody and to connect with someone, I promise you, like yeah. there's life change in that because the Bible says where two or three are gathered in His name, He's in the midst of them. Yeah. So if you believe in Jesus. And if you don't, like, that's okay, too. Like, we'll help you along that way. Sure. But when you meet a person here or maybe just another person there, the Word says, like, he's in that. Like, he's working in that. And so I know it can be scary, but put your faith in him and know that uh, there's a reason why you're here or the reason why he's calling you to a church. Maybe it's not really a church. Maybe it's someone where else. Like, trust that. Step Step into that and see where he can take you. I promise yeah. you like it's it's an awesome adventure and you'll you'll learn you'll grow to know him and his heart that he has for you. Yeah, the Bible says that God he purposed every single person. We're yep. all gifted at something. Yep. So anybody listening whether whether you've discounted yourself or not, um this church needs you. Come on. Ephesians 4 says that whenever all the parts of the body are together, it right. makes the church strong. And so, man, if, if you're hearing this, you're on the fence, absolutely get plugged in um, because you bring something to the table that no one else That's right. does. God doesn't work. He doesn't work with carbon copies and molds. I mean, when you read through your Bible, everybody is so different, so different. you know, and I, and I truly believe that's on purpose. And, and so I think that, yeah, we are better together. We do. We, we, we can only move forward together. And so, um, man, that's probably a great segue to say, hey, listen, um, Make sure you're here this upcoming Sunday. Bring somebody with you. And, and man, I hope this podcast has been beneficial to you. Me and PC, we had a good time. Uh, man, it's the best good. way to, yeah, it has. It's been a good time. Yeah, the best way to even let us know that this stuff is working for you, man, like, uh, subscribe, share this with somebody um, who may haven't experienced this past Sunday's message. Share yep. that and say, hey, man, Great things are happening in my church. Just wanted you to hear a little bit more about it. But, man, you want to give us a sign-off line or a final thought? Yeah, and let me also say with that, like, if you have a story of how, you know, the God has used our church or things that you've experienced through these messages, through the worship experiences, you can send us your story at youmatter at radiatechurch.net because we want to we want to celebrate with you. We want Absolutely. to celebrate what, God, celebrate what God is doing in your life, your family's life, or maybe it's something we can pray for. We can pray with you. You know, we have a care team, and we'd love to to help you walk through whatever yeah. it is you're walking through. So, um, yeah, and it, again, if you're listening to this, and maybe you're, because I, I know for a fact we have listeners that listen every week, but they've they've never been here. If you're in the area, you know, we'd love to have you come hang out with us. Absolutely, me and Pastor Travis are we're out in the lobby, um, hanging out and meeting new people every Sunday. That's Pastors right. out there, and so we'd love to have you. Um, but 
But other than that, I just want to pray over us real quick, and uh, we'll send us out. So, God, thank you, Lord, for an amazing podcast where we just get to discuss uh, what you're calling us, what you're, who you're calling us as people, as leaders, maybe mothers, fathers, friends, bosses, God, whatever whatever role we play in life, that you're, we know that you're calling us forward to have a focus on you because we know that you will lead us, uh, you won't lead us astray. You'll lead us to where we need to be. And God, we just thank you for that, Lord. I pray right now that this message, this podcast, uh, blesses somebody, yes, that Lord. it encourages somebody, and that if they don't know you, Jesus, as their Lord and Savior, Lord, that they would give their life to you, God, in this moment, and they would choose this day to follow you as a son or daughter of you, God. So we just thank you, and we're excited for where you're taking us as a church, as a church family, and we're just so thankful that we get to be a part of what you're doing here at Radiate. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, listen, from Pastor Travis and Pastor Chris, have a great rest of the week. Enjoy your next pod, and let's go change the world. Change the world. Let's go.